It's time debit card users are also included in the cashback fund. Now everyone can get cash back on everyday purchases with Discover Cashback Debit. That includes no fees, period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank member FDIC. Hello and welcome to the Bachelor Podcast. I'm Kay York City. And I am Jared Freed. Kay, how do we feel? Jesse Palmer wasn't lying. I, 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 he was too, a week too early. It was a week too early because this episode, uh, hands down, was the shit. I loved it. It was great. This is what it was all about. This was great. Um, it had, honestly, they could have combined last week and this week and made it the three-hour finale. We could have done Agreed. without, you know, all the Zach time. I mean, they even went... They even had extra time at the end. He, he, he like went back to interviewing Zach at the end, like to fill the last minute. You could tell that they didn't time it right. They could have done three hour finale last week. We could have had a week off before paradise. We would have had everything we wanted. It would have been jam packed. You know, they, uh, they get greedy. You know, they, they want, they want the four hours or the five hours. No, they got, they got really greedy, but as, Tough as it was to watch all of that happen, but it made for great TV. And I feel like this is what we've been waiting for for the past, like, what, 20 years? Right. This is a, it was a lot of <laughs> buildup. They this knew is the one. I, I guess there is, you're right. There is something to be said for, like, we got a hot one and we're going to really lead up to it and we're going to gnaw on the bone, so to speak, which they did. I mean, and yeah. you know what? They had a willing participant. In Rachel and Tino, the, both of them willing in one way or another, which was we'll get to later. But let's get into it. I mean, any other overall thoughts? Just I, a wonderful episode, fun, great for us, the viewer. What do you think? I think at the end with Zach being the bachelor, I mean, I have lo- so many thoughts on that. We can get into that. Yeah. I can't believe. But that was my main takeaway of the end was that. Zach was announced The Bachelor, and I just, I can't believe that. Who asked for that? We'll get to that at the end of today's episode. Let's get to the full-on recap, but let's get into it. All right, here we go. Right off the bat, we see Tino propose to Rachel, where she says yes, but that seems to quickly fall apart. We finally got some drama with a breakup, and Avon swoops in for a second chance. Eric gets down on one knee for Gabby, and she said, yeah. We finally found out Zach is the next Bachelor and the life-changing news was once again not that life-changing. So what did you name this episode? You and I kind of went for the same kind of like vibe. Right. Um, I named it the one where Tino ruins everything. And what about you? Okay. I named it We Were on a Break, just in reference to the Friends episode, which is highly debated even to this day, Ross and Rachel. But so... I guess on the naming thing, yeah, that was the main event. The main event, I can't believe they didn't do Gabby, then Rachel. That was like the one surprise. They should have done that because at the end, the Gabby situation was so lackluster. It couldn't stand up to the juice. Like, we could have done the Gabby thing first half hour, but I guess they want to keep you in because, like, I guess viewership is, they, they as they say in the biz, shows kind of do this, like, downward graph thing where... Your your biggest viewers happen in the you know, and then they just keep going, dropping off and off and off as the night goes on. So I guess they're looking to get their 
you know, their big mo, you know, the, the juice squoes in first, so to speak. <laughs> Get it at the very beginning. But it really just didn't, it didn't match up to the excitement of, like, by excitement, I mean, like the drama <laughs> of Rachel and Tino. So that's how we start the episode. We come into the Dome and the Undateables, which I love that that's starting to catch on with people. Oh, my God. It's all over. <laughs> I, I I'm mean, seeing it in comment sections. We're getting tagged. I lovingly, so for those that don't know, I've lovingly called the live studio audience the Dome of the Undateables because it's the most, it is a collection of the most single people in America. Like, you'd have to be so single to go to a live taping of an event that goes over someone else's love. And obviously that's a joke. Obviously, you know, you get the people, some people are the worst at having fun with anything. Like some people just can't have fun just generally. Like you can tell based on how they respond to you joking and joshing around. I have people that are like, you know, a lot of them are paid actors. And I'm like, yeah, Okay. Shut up. Like, you know, the, let you, us have this. Right. Well, also, like, this is the whole thing is fake. It's a reality TV show that lives in the land of, you know, of, of fakery. There's also nobody knocking during a knock knock joke. So, you know, like, it's, uh, you know, in okay. what world do you ever have fun? You know, like, and it's like, yeah. But I mean, if you don't get the joke, then okay, goodbye. And if you don't want to, then goodbye. So, it was so funny because you tagged me in something. They had a, a video of the the people being led into the right. Live I think it was audience. I think it was the Bachelor Nation in collaboration with the Bachelorette Instagram account, and they right. showed everybody coming into the finale. And I I initially got it. The reason why I saw that is because I got a tag, um, being like K York City Jared Freed. Look, it's the Dome of the Undateables, and right. I lost it. <laughs> I. <laughs> I immediately had to post it and tag you in it. My favorite thing about it is like every now and again, I'll like, cause I like to make fun of the people's faces in the crowd. Like the way they're reacting to things is always yeah. so funny. They get into it. And if you've ever been to a live taping of anything, they jack you up. They get you going. They literally, yeah. they have hype people. They're like, we want you going wild. We want you ooing and eyeing. So I know you know, the behind the curtains a little bit because I've been in a studio audience. Like, I, yeah. I know, like, you, you, as you know, the price is right. You know, when the, when you yeah. go to, you know, you know, Drew Carey, they aren't that jazzed to see Drew Carey. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they really, I also like the, what was it? I remember people being really intense or the hype people being intense during Watch What Happens Live. Right. I mean, you're, they the audience like is literally of like 20 people but they're like screaming at you from like five feet away being like, you have to cheer. And I'm like, okay, jacked what? up because they it, and it does change the energy of the show. I mean, like even last night, like, you know, the ooze and the ahs and the clapping. So we start with Rachel and Tino. So Tino gets told he's the only one left. How did you feel about Rachel and Tino? This portion of their I mean, Tino's reaction to her being like, you're the only one here. He like blank stared at her. He didn't give her much. He didn't give her. And yeah, there was like no sort of reaction. And I'm like, hello. If I said that to somebody like after all of this, after all the drama he's caused about, you know, her seeing other people. And then yeah. he finally finds out that he's the only one. And he just looks at me like, wow. 
and then right. kisses me, I'd be pissed. Right. And and it does. It's like a theme of like men who have never really opened up about their feelings. Like, you know, we kind of saw this with Clayton a little bit, just like Tino seemed like he was just going to agree with anything Rachel said. And Rachel was the best person for that to happen to because Rachel is seemingly obsessed with her own Cinderella tale. So yes. they're kind of a match made in kind of, you know, messy heaven, you know, because you have Tino who's going to just agree because he wants to be liked and he wants to look good on camera. And he he's kind of just repeating things he's being said to him or said before. And you have mm -hmm. Rachel, who is like the worst person to have brunch with, I would imagine. Like even <laughs> even when she comes back to Gabby later in the episode, she's like, he says he loves me all the time. It's just over and over. He's always saying, I love you. And it's like, Rachel, we just watched him say nothing. What are you talking? Yeah. Like, you're obviously writing the story. You know, I've been in those, you know, relationships. This is a very, you feel this as a guy, is you can hear the Our Story page on the wedding website being written on the fly. You know, the the tale of at first we the world was against us. And now he says, I love you every five seconds. And you're like, OK, Rachel, I can see that you're a little bit of an exaggerator. And I can see that Tino is a little bit of a narcissist likes to be liked. And that's and that's the problem with, you know, with all of this is that, you know, Rachel really just all she wanted was someone to get engaged to. Like at the end of the day, that's Felt all like that. That's all that it felt like because she just said to Gabby, you know, I, it's just so nice to have someone who's so sure like he wants to get engaged to me, even though we could see how see clearly that Avon's relationship was way better. But it's like that didn't end in a relationship. So she was like, you know what? Fuck that. I still want right. this engagement. So she threw something away that was great just so she could get a ring. She knew who would agree with her, the, the, the yes. person that wasn't going to challenge her. And that's why it's hard to like sit here today and be like, Rachel, you hero. Like it, it is, there's a lot of that going around. I saw, you know, Caitlin Bristow. This is why I don't trust a word out of her mouth. Caitlin Bristow comes on, you know, and you're powerful. You're wonderful. She's feeding the lowest common denominator of fan of this show. It takes a little nuance. And, you know, I didn't walk away being like, Tino's good. I but I also walked away being like, thank God I don't date either Tino or Rachel. Like I was like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like they they are warnings, you know, and you kind of saw this where during the proposal, you know, you're just like, this all feels like it's it didn't feel Sears. real. Nothing felt real. Right. It it felt like I was looking at a magazine shoot for someone else's proposal even you know so then we come back um you know during the proposal they have cameras on rachel's mom and dad and you can see they already know like something's oh, off yeah. we're all they unhappy to, they had to pan they had to pan away from them during those little like right. you know uh small cameras on the side because <laughs> it gave the whole thing away every time you showed their faces like rachel's mom's like just staring blankly like into the screen Right. They are, they know it's it's a shit show. And even Rachel, you could tell again last week at the end of the episode when they were like, we'll be back. And she is you could tell she wanted to get the fuck out of there so quick. 
Yeah, and and that's why, you know, we come back to the episode after the proposal, and she says, basically, he cheated on me. Okay, so when Rachel says he cheated on me, what did you think? I mean, that's a that is actually kind of crazy, like, the idea that, like, you're cheating in between, in a, what, a four-month period when you know all eyes are on you. Like, that's why it, it's not even just the act of cheating. It's the act of cheating while knowing you got to come back and talk about this. <laughs> I totally agree. That is what's like actually insanity about all of this is the fact that Tina was like, you know what? I can still go out and do whatever. And he thought that he would be okay when I. I mean, I can't. Well, so I, can't I mean, process it. All eyes are on him. You're well, right. Well, and, and then you got Rachel. You know, and and let's not forget what's happened leading into this. Rachel was very aware of not being embarrassed by the show, so she is aware of the fourth wall. You know, big part of her thing is like, I need to leave here with an engagement, and that's kind of what she said to Avon. You embarrass me, and it's like. Okay, embarrassed or not, do you like me the most? You know, like, you know, I'm discussing yeah. this with you. Do you know what I mean? I'm trying to negotiate with you a relationship and your negotiation breaking point is look how bad I look on to my family, friends, and on this show. So we have to like, we have to keep that in mind that Rachel is also aware of how she looks very much. It's been a theme her on whole TV, season. Yeah. She ducks out of the date. You know, she, this is... This is something she has been concerned about the whole season. So now she gets the opportunity to say he cheated on me, which, again, both things can be true at the same time. Like, Tino cheating is insane and awful, but also more it, it's more insane than awful to me. Like, you know, and I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, I can't believe that, like, and, and I think what probably happened is Tino got a, I, my assumption. Here's what I assume happened. Because yeah. then we come back to this breakup house. What would you describe the house? It looks like the happy weekends that you guys talked about with Serena right. and Joe, like this Airbnb type of situation. Also, what a gift we gave to our audience. The happy weekends. I didn't know what those were. And it gets referenced in the episode. I know. Amazing. It was amazing. I, I was like, oh, thank God I know about this. And for those that didn't listen to the Serena and Joe episode, when you leave the show before they air, they give you three happy weekends at Airbnbs around LA where you have a, you know, a Grubhub gift card that you can get as much food as you want. They'll bring you anything you want. You get these romantic weekends together in a house. And so Tino, so this house did look like one of those houses, but they were using it to have a talk about Tino cheating. Yeah. And what I also want to know about all of this is like, yeah, Tino's cheating, but they kept bringing up stuff that they couldn't talk about on. They're like, do you really want to bring this up? Like, we both know this really right. personal thing. Like, there's more to it. I want to know what it is. You can't just give me that. That's what was like weird and unfair. And, you know, if I'm Tino, and I cheated between end of filming and today. I'm going down with the ship. I'm oh, like, 
I'm airing it all. I already look bad. I ain't I ain't going to be the next bachelor. I ain't going to be on paradise. And and if anything, I'm going to go down so hard that they need to put me on paradise. And I'm airing everything no matter how bad it makes me look because honestly, you can only look so bad at this point. And that was Tino's mistake because you're right. There was something being referenced. And and let's start in the beginning of this thing. They Tino walks in yeah. and he's got a notebook, okay? Tino I is, was I lost it at the notebook. I Immediately love the when notebook. you pulled that out, I was like <laughs> And and it's like it's funny, it's like writing down your own receipts. Like it's kind of a half a receipt. It's not a real receipt. Like we can like disagree. So he starts reading quotes from Rachel that Rachel basically to try and prove and this is and please disagree with me, Kay, if I'm oh, yeah. wrong. He he's basically trying to set up a case in the court of public opinion where he was being pushed away so much that he was pushed to cheat to make out with another woman, which that's what I was gathering as right. well. That's what I was. I he was saying, you know, I wrote all these things down that hurt me so much. But then but he kept trying to go back on it, saying like, um, that's like the cheating's on me, but everything that led up to it is on you. I think that's what he was saying. And Rachel, which got glossed over by everyone, including Caitlin Bristow, who wants to rah-rah her to death, Rachel mentions none of it was your fault. She said, Rachel admitted to that. She said, I pushed you away. None of this was your fault. And, and basically agreeing with him that something was off between and he referenced the happy house or whatever the you know the, the yeah, weekends the that Joe, happy couple weekend mm-hmm. happy couple weekends and joe and serena said they send you that in that she wanted to sleep on the couch and she didn't want to sleep at the house and she didn't want to go on the happy couple so if i you know like we'll get to the kissing part but if i'm tino and we end the show and i'm engaged to someone who I'm asking to go to therapy because they're not dealing well with what's going on. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm again, I'm going to go. What did I get tangled up with again? Mm -hmm. These are two, two things can be true. Like if I'm Tino, if I, and if I really care what people think about me in the public spectrum, I'm waiting it out until we get to this episode or I'm breaking it off. And then I'll explain my case when that comes like making out with someone is the dumbest thing you could ever do. I mean, that was that's mental. I mean, that is like an actual crazy move. And because you've given a dramatic person moral who's proven herself as dramatic. Rachel has, you know, done this to Avon. She's done this a little a lot over the season. You've given her moral high ground because now Rachel the whole time is like it basically like you kissed someone. You cheated on me. And no one can disagree with that because and Tino's in there agree. Well, what's really toxic about it is that when he said, when he told her that, he was like, yeah, I I kissed someone, but immediately saying after, I shouldn't have told you. That's that's like almost. He's an idiot. That's toxic drama. Like, oh, I like, let me tell you, I have, oh, I should tell you, or like, I have a secret. And then it's like, no, I can't tell you. Something like that. Right. And and I I mean, like, to me, I don't believe Tino, like Rachel, I don't believe it was just a kiss. I think. Oh, no, it's not just a kiss. Come on. I think Tino publicly kissed this woman and he knew people saw. He is aware he has eyes on him and then he can deny 
that anything further happened. Well, and then he told Rachel not to tell anyone. Right. He's, uh, these are two people who care very much about what the audience is going to think about them. And that, and listen, I'm making assumptions and I'm, you know, I, I, I'm alleging these things. I don't think, you know, I don't know if Tino. Yeah. Same. What he did, but I, I guess I would, if I was like to choose a side on like what he did more, but then I come back to Tino's point. Tino comes back and goes, what did you bring me here for? Because yeah. I, I don't believe Tino wants to get to together to get together because he loves her. I think Tino wants to get back together so he can look good after the final rose. Right. And that's what makes me wonder. It's like, is he expecting her to just like take in this information, shut the fuck up and wait till after the final rose? Well, I guess in his defense, I would say she doesn't ask him any questions. Like she's like saying like why at, at a certain point. Right. And he's like, well, you, if you were asking why you pushed me away, um, we were having trouble. I felt like, you know, we were kind of done. I was feeling down. I made out with this woman. That's the answer to her question. I don't know what, you know, if he answers that, she then you go asking for a lot. Yeah. Like, I don't, but I don't even know what she was asking for. And again, this isn't a defense of Tino as much as it's a little bit damning of Rachel. Like, I just, like, you know, and Tino kept leaving the house and, you know, all of a sudden his shirt's unbuttoned because he's trying to get rid of the microphone. But he, honestly, like, it's not that hard to get the microphone off. So, like, obviously he didn't try that hard, right? Like, it seemed like you wanted to look like you took off the microphone and then you just talked and into it. And he's covering it up. He's covering it up with his hand, but we're still hearing everything. Right. And at one point he's just like, I don't care. Tell her to break up with me. I just want to get the like get out of well, here. At that point, I'm breaking up with her. Like if I'm Tino, like there's a point where you just sink the ship, man. Like, well, he still wanted to be with her because she said because he was like, so what are we doing? Like, are we going to be together after this? Yeah. And she goes, do you think you deserve me? And he said, yes. Like without even without even like giving it a half a second between he goes, yes, I do. Like I just we deserve to make this work. Yeah, and all that, like, I don't even, like, when I hear her say, do you think you deserve me? It's like, what, I, if I'm him, I'm going, what else, what's this all about? Because I, yeah. I don't, I don't trust Rachel. I don't trust Tino. I don't trust either of them. I don't want to date either of them. So, you know, Tino, like, there's a point where you go, you came to confront him. What did you want to say? And then they reference this thing that, what do you think the information, because it felt like, almost felt like Rachel was blackmailing him. Yeah. Just sort of like setting him up for failure and like, let me just bring all this stuff out. Right. Because then Tino's like mentioned, and I don't think it's right to mention therapy. Like, I think that's like kind of a low blow, like to be like, I told you to go to therapy and now it makes you look like a hero because, you know, yeah. therapy is the magic word on the bachelor. We've talked about this before. Like, if you mention it, you're now this hero and, you know, Rachel didn't want to go and we're all supposed to go, ooh, she wouldn't go to therapy. You know, like we're all supposed to like look at her like she's evil, like fuck you, Tino, mm -hmm. like that's fucked up. But it did feel like there was something big that we were missing and we're never going to know or maybe Yeah, they we kept will referencing it. I mean, they the whole time, whether it was at the house or whether it was at on the actual show, you know, uh, after the final rose, they kept saying, do you want to bring this up right now? Or like, we all know that there, we both know that there's more to the story that we're not going to talk about. That's more personal, but all of us are left out. And so all we're able to do is 
dissect the things that right. we saw. Well, and it's like, because if we go, if we move along a little bit to after the final rose, Tino comes and does his interview. He's a little bit scripted. He's kind of talking in circles. And Rachel does like the eye that someone gives you when you've talked oh, about something like, before. Don't. Like, are you going to bring this up? Are you going to bring did. this? And, and it's like, again, there was reference to her family. There was reference to like, and you wonder. It's it's one of two things. In my mind, this is my opinion. Yeah, I didn't have a it, prediction. I literally couldn't come up, so I'm curious. What do you think? Well, this is like this is high level, like you know, like hypothetical. Not like I don't know exactly what it is, but it's to me, it was one of two things. Tino did worse. Tino slept with a bunch of people. Rachel knew this and was willing to just say he kissed a woman so that he could save face. So she was holding over her head that I could make you even look even worse than you do now. Yeah. Or that's one angle that I was like, okay, that could be it. Mm -hmm. The other angle was the thing you're going to, to to make me look bad about will make you look bad with me. So if you make it about my mental health, maybe I've, you know, if if she says that she has, I'm not saying this is the case, but I'm saying like something yeah. like being bipolar. Like if, if he said, I found out you're bipolar, now he's uh -huh. blaming someone with a real issue. And now she's saying, if you bring that up, I will make you anti that group. I will make you yeah. the evil one who was mean to someone with a disorder. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. because I was like, it did feel like Rachel had some part in. There was something that Rachel had to do with in all of this. I mean, otherwise she would have just brought it up because if it's just her then, or if it's just him fucking up, then I'd been like, let me just send it. But right. I think there has to be something that Rachel is involved in. And it's so hot and it's so like divisive that it could make mm. both of them look bad. That was my thinking. And that is because they referenced therapy before they because they she even said none of it was your fault. It was me after. And, and again, you're dealing with public scrutiny. You're reading all these things, you know, Reddit and Twitter and everyone's reporting on you. You're promoting a show that you want to do well you don't know you know if it's gonna like lead to your next career i can understand why something bigger could be a play in your mind so but i don't know does that sound like is there any other option no i, I think that i think that's a, a great theory because both could be true it could be the she's um involved in something or she's like you know what i'm giving you this so right. like this was I'll like a chess the rest piece. A secret. Yeah. There was a negotiation that happened because I kept thinking about it. as like, if I'm Tino and like, I'm like, and I think she's a, like an asshole, you know, just plainly an asshole. And yeah. the other information she has on me is that I fucked a bunch of women. I'd be like, fuck it. Let's all go down together. I'm going to make uh -huh. sure people know you're in it. Cause, cause right now it got to the point of beating him up. It got to the point because then they bring out, because then Avon comes out where I, I'm, I'm assuming Avon and Tino were not friends. This is a, like, this is crazy if they're was, friends. When Avon walked out, also Jesse being like, 
this is so weird. Right. I can't believe this happened on national television. Like that was so bizarre. Now we know why Jesse's a host and not an actor. Uh, right. Yeah. Hello. Uh, but so Avon walking out. So you see Avon walk out. Obviously, the audience is like in another dimension. They're losing their minds seeing it. But you see Tino like staring at him. And at one point he goes, he literally looks at like trying to look for producers or Jesse goes, so can I go like what? Right. Do I need to still be here? It was when Tino came out, it was very WWE. It felt like the heel coming out, the bad guy and the audience hates him. And then when Avon came out, it was like booed. People booed. booed. And then when Avon came out, it was like the good guy. It was like The Rock showed up at WWE and he was there <laughs> to save the day. It was so, and then the stare down they had, it was so professional wrestling that like, and I'm a, I come from that world. Like I've always been a professional wrestling fan. So like, yeah. I was like, this is like WrestleMania. This is crazy. <laughs> and this is, you know, this is uh, Miss Elizabeth. This is Randy's macho man, Randy Savage. Like this is, um, so like, and then when, to see Rachel's face turn, I was I like, I was put off by Rachel just by the whole interaction of this whole thing. I was put off even more. I was like, okay, so you're just jumping back to the into next, somebody else's arm. Yeah. Right. To the next caravan, to the next, you know, it, it was like in um, Ricky Bobby. You ever see the movie uh, when the. Of course, I, Will right, Ferrell. Will Ferrell, and she jumps to. You know, when his wife is just all of a sudden all with... of a sudden back in him, she's like, wait a minute. Right. I love it. just No, I but you see, I think I agree with you, but I also disagree because there has been so much time between like sure. all the stuff that we saw was mm -hmm. months ago. Yeah. So I mean, like, yes, she's her and Tino are done and like she's going back or at least what seems to look like she's going back to her x but it has been months like there's been time yeah. like avon could have had somebody by now like he's been single this whole time but you're right so who I, knows? I, I guess like you're right on her side i guess i if i'm avon i'm fucking staying away like i that, you yeah, know I like I, I wouldn't be back in it but here right we are. If, if i'm her i'm excited that like look at me everyone wants me you're right and it's been a while and you know and again when she confronted tino I didn't think she was doing it to make amends at all. This no. felt like she wanted heads on stakes. She wanted. Yes. <laughs> she wanted something out of this and she got her moment. There was no intention of her <laughs> actually wanting to fix anything or forgive anyone. She was just like, I'm going to drag this shit out of him or, or even get answers. Like, and, yeah. and honestly, like that's kind of the annoying part to me because you know, you have the, the studio audience. She knows there's going to be on her side. You know, like Caitlin Bristow is going to tell her how she should be the next, you know, fucking Ruth Bader Ginsburg, you know, and we're all going to cheer. And it's all in the land of Internet stuff where, uh, you know, everyone's good, good or bad, bad, you know, and it's like yeah. um, so it gets frustrating because you're like, I guess. And then. Honestly, we see her in the previews for Paradise. Like, there's nothing in my mind that says that she might not be brought onto that show. 
Like uh, I know. I was wondering when we saw that because that was the first time we've seen her in Paradise previews, and I'm like, right. is she gonna be now? Maybe she's just on there, like giving advice. I was like, "There's no way she's going to." What? I mean, if she ends up on there, you go, "All right, the jig is up." Like we we get it, we get what you're here yeah. for. So we go to Gabby and Eric. So, are there any last thoughts on Rachel, Ava, and Tino before we? Move I mean, on, I do send out, um, like I do feel really bad because I can only imagine how fucked up Tino's. Uh, social media is right now. Oof. I mean, I mean that's it's gonna be rough. I did a little bit of a search. Rachel Bachelorette, Tino Bachelorette. It wasn't. Rachel wasn't getting. Rachel was getting like praise from like to me like like the dummies, um, mm-hmm. and she yeah. was getting a lot of hate from the dummies too. Like it was like. I guess that's everything on Twitter. I don't know. I, I guess you're, you're going to get love and hate. You're not going to get like someone going, hey, Rachel, that was you came. You know, I'm sorry that happened. Also, it felt like you kind of used someone to look better. But, you know, like um, I feel bad for both of them because there's no no one wins in the social media. No. Arena. Yeah. No, I mean, R- Bachelor Data even uh, did a reels yesterday about how Tino is the only one since I think she started during Colton season that has lost followers. Like, I mean, like there's been like a full deficit of followers, not just like, okay, yeah, you gain, you lose, whatever. But he is, he is plummeting. Cheating is just going to win the news headline. Like, yeah, you know, like, especially on this show, you're not gonna, and, and that's, and, that's again, Rachel knew that like he cheated on me. I don't care how small and we don't know what he did. We He says he kissed. We don't know. It seems far fetched to me that I think that's the thing that people could have taken pictures of. And that's why he's admitting know, to that. On, like, um, but cheating ain't gonna be an easy one to get overcome. Away. No. Calling all my wedding honeys. Support for today's episode comes from Honey Love. Whether you're a bride, a wedding guest, or simply seeking everyday smoothing, Honey Love is your go to for all things shapewear. Honey Love has revolutionized the compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash bachelor. Support our show and check out at honeylove.com slash bachelor. Honestly, I love Honey Love. I've been wearing it for years now. It's great, truly great for weddings when I go out and it doesn't squeeze me in the wrong place. It feels comfortable all the time and it's my favorite shapewear I've ever worn. And we've all been there, struggling to take off that tight piece of shapewear with the bathroom line out the door. The Superpower Short has 100% cotton gusset so you can skip the extra undies. Plus, it has a convenient opening at the panty area for a super easy bathroom. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. It's designed to work with your body and not against it. 
Honey Love is just as easy to put on as it is to take off. So treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash bachelor. Use our exclusive link and get 20% off honeylove.com slash bachelor. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Move with confidence thanks to Honey Love. Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. All right, let's go to Gabby and Eric. What do we think of their final? I mean, their final rose was all very... Standard. Fine. Standard. Like, I, I would say they're... Their whole story was standard. We got their final rose. You know, Gabby, you know, the will he propose? Won't he? He proposes. The birds I'm are surprised he chirping. Proposed. I did not think he was going to propose. To me, it's funny because like Rachel was the classic bachelorette and her ending was very wild. Yeah. And Gabby was a little bit of a different type of bachelorette and her ending was very standard. It felt like they drummed up the will they, won't they? To make us, you know, look at my left hand while I do stuff with my right hand. It was kind of. Yeah, to give us something. To give us something. It was a little bit of produce because he was so even, like, even when he proposed, I was like, oh, they kind of like work together. Like, I I, I actually believed Uh it. I do, too. I just, in my mind, I was like, he is not going to propose to her and they are going to leave just together. I right. really, I was caught off guard when he got down on one knee and then I kind of like <laughs> questioned it. Even when Jesse asked him, he was like, so, you know, how are you feeling during the proposal, blah, blah, blah. And he even said he was like, honestly, leading up, he was like, I was still confused for the longest time. Right. And then that, that makes me feel weird. Well, I, I kind of, I have the belief that Gabby really believed her own storyline. And it has to do probably with, you know, the stuff with her mom and stuff, but like mm-hmm. never being chosen, never be. And it sounded like a speech someone would give at their Friday night rehearsal dinner before the, the wedding. Like she bought it. And I think that's why when you start reading your own headlines and start believing it, and you want the we were being fed the tale she wanted to tell. I, I don't know. Yes. It, it was very like, like. And finally, someone comes along to choose me, a 5'9", gorgeous former cheerleader. Who could think that I could have someone want to be with me? And it's like, come on. We got it. (laughs) it. Right. (laughs) And then then we end up talking about the Eric sending text messages to the ex. And what did you think that was? What did you what do you think the story was from your viewing of it well at first it was giving me like jed wyatt vibes so with hannah yes. brown and him having like a girlfriend and being like yo like i'm just going on this show to you know further my career i don't think eric was going on here to further his career i think he was just like let me just like buck around go on the bachelorette like what this is a once in a lifetime thing like who knows right and he really liked this girl but then obviously things change and you all of a sudden, he's the last one. He's like, well, looks like I have like some explaining to do when I get back. And 
I, I think it's kind of innocent. I mean, obviously, I don't think he should have reached out afterwards or maybe even if he did to just be like, keep it very plain. So is that is that what the text was? It was afterwards. I thought those texts were before. So there were texts before, but then he, there were texts after as well when he got back. And what were the texts after? Because I, I guess I'm a little The texts after were pretty like, it was just like um, him apologizing for things, but still in like a slightly flirty manner that I don't think he should be talking to an ex about when you're now engaged. Right. And honestly, I don't think it was that bad. Like, I don't, like, I'm not, I'd be annoyed and the only, but the only thing I've realized this past week is that men are fucking embarrassing. Like whether, <laughs> I mean, just whether it's Tino or Eric or Adam Levine, like men are going to embarrass right. you and that's just what it is. I, I agree. We're very embarrassing. We're very clumsy when it comes <laughs> to these things. Um, the takeaway I had, and I didn't realize there were texts after the fact, but the takeaway, mm -hmm. and even, even if they were innocent enough, but flirty, my takeaway from it was this is someone he was hooking up with. And they had met pretty recently and they were still in the phase of maybe this could be more than a hookup. And yeah. he didn't put a definitive stop to it. And he comes back and you get your phone back and you're like, shit, I have this open tab that I have yeah. forgotten about and moved on from, but maybe the tab is still open for them. And to me, this is a this is the love story of 2022, and he's being held. And this person, who again, who's releasing the text, she's looking for him to be held to a 1985 standard, and that's just not going. You know, no one seemed to take her side, and even Gabby. No, I mean, and that's what the problem with these ex girlfriends you know, coming forward, like with the bachelor and stuff. It's like, for what? I mean, like what, what is this? No, what is this doing? Well, here's what it is. And this happens with relationships. You want to be sure that you didn't lose out on something. You don't want to be the one guy in the office that didn't get the lotto ticket when everyone else got it and they ended up winning. You don't want to be the one that looks like you got burned, which I don't believe you do, but I think that's the emotional response because I think you're like, mm -hmm. it's very public. You have friends that know you're hooking up with a guy who went on the show and then he ends up lasting longer. You feel like your friends look at you like you got lied to and were tricked and, and then you want to lash out, which I totally understand. And I think that's a big part of it. And because I look at this and I go, yeah, they hooked up. He didn't say anything like we're over but he didn't say we're on and yeah now he's engaged and it's like you know a lot of people have been the one before the engagement and what does everyone say i'm i'm blindsided i can't believe it he said he wasn't ready for anything right i mean i understand the girl like the the ex's perspective like that would right. be i would Me be uh, fucked up if i you know was seeing some guy and then he decides to go on a show and then comes out engaged like also, the right. chances of him being the one that comes out engaged is so, like, low. I mean, but he even didn't believe he would be the one. I mean, his texts are, and his texts are totally reasonable. I'm going to go on this thing. We'll see what happens. I don't think, I mean, obviously, I don't think I'm going to get engaged. And then you go on it, and you're in this, like, 
you know, this bubble. ecosystem and this bubble and you fall in love. And, you know, love is a love is the extreme of any situation. You go to yeah. a bar tonight. You don't expect to find the person of your the love of your life. But sometimes it does. You know, I, I just yeah. saying like the chances are against True. you in love in all circumstances. So for him to be like, I'm going on this show to find love would be crazier. Would be crazier. Then, yeah, I totally hey, agree. I'm just fucking around here. I'll see you when I'm back, you know? So I don't know. It, it was interesting to see because like text messages could be released of anyone and they look bad. Mm-hmm. And not just Adam Levine, who's look horrible. <laughs> That's a big yikes. Yeah, that was bad. Uh, but, uh, you know, <laughs> that was bad. So, so now the Gabby, you know, appreciates I just love the idea of like, Gabby, are you mad? She's like, no, I got a ring. Good luck on Tinder. Yeah, she's you know, like, like and? <laughs> yeah, who gives a shit? We're good. Do you see my yeah. dress? I look right. like Laura Croft, like with uh, the right. cut out on the side. Right. I'm, I'm on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> she's all good. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Ruben! Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version. With four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. So now the announcement of Zach is the next Bachelor. Okay. I'm actually sick. When you heard Zach, what was your initial thought? Well, I actually um, found out before the West Coast aired. Okay. I, of course, was just on uh, Instagram and Bachelor and Bachelor posted it in partnership mm-hmm. with, like, you know, I think it was Bachelorette. And I saw that and I lit my jaw hit the ground because I knew there were rumors about it. Right. And I was like, there's no way they're going to choose this guy. I was like, there's no sob story. There's no, nobody's winning with like, that doesn't give anything. That's the Well, it's a theme of the season. No creativity. They went down the middle. Let's keep getting our money. Let's keep, let's make nobody happy. Nobody mad. Let's just keep going with a kind of like a, I mean, he's a mannequin that has been brought to life. He has no personality. He's he's also young, twenty five. He, so obviously his life isn't together. He's not a catch other than good looking tall guy. You know, like it's the, you know, it's the meme that everyone copied off of each other. Like, is he tall or is he? Do or I like he, or is he just tall? You know, like it, yeah. it, it's you know he is to me he is a like it is a robot. Hello, Jesse. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, it is. That's what it is. It's the voice that gives me the like the super ick. It feels like doesn't feel genuine. It's like, yeah, I've been waiting uh, this whole time for. Right. For love. And if it and if it is <laughs> right. And if it is genuine, he's the guy from college that no one really cared to hang out with that disappears into suburban oblivion. So mm-hmm. suburbia oblivion. He is suburbia college friend who you have a seven second conversation with. And then it turns into, well, see you later. 
that is Zach to a T, if it is honest, which I actually do believe his thing is honest. I just think he's a boring nothing. And I listen, I don't need a exciting bachelor to watch the bachelor because I do believe the women are the story on the bachelor. Oh, 100%. So I, I, it's not like this, like make it just to me, it's just like, like there's a lot of other people that I would have like, if it was Tyler Cameron that came through that door, are we not oh my God. the most excited we've ever been for a bachelor season? Everybody in the history would of the bachelor? cream their like, pants would be, right, that, If it was Tyler, the whole, right. The, the whole dome of the adatables would have drowned in their own wetness. Like everyone would have, yes. there would have been a thousand deaths and they'd be like, how'd those women die? Well, their vaginas just exploded into <laughs> moisture and everyone, <laughs> everyone was locked inside while it filled up with bodily Ew. fluid and everyone died. That's what that would be. And we'd be like, wait a minute. There was that much pussy juice. No. And everyone would be like that much, <laughs> that much. <laughs> no, it, honestly, it, not that I like, I don't, I don't have any sort of like connection or like real. I'm like, I need Tyler Cameron to be the bachelor, but right. if he was the bachelor, I would be happy about it. Yeah. It, it just adds, you know, listen, and not to say, Ty, you know, I like Tyler as a person. I've met him. I've hung out with him. Like I'm not, I'm not, yeah. listen, I'm not, I'm no K York city. I, I don't, I'm not the, you know, the, the, the ambassador to bachelor nation like you are, but I, he is a very likable guy. And, and not to say he's the funniest dude on the block. I'm not saying he's Mr. Personality, no. but I'm just saying it would have been such a turn that you would have been like, oh, shit, here we go. You know, yeah, like a surprise factor, which right. I think I remember when they brought that Ari guy, the gray haired right. dude, when they brought him out, I think they were thinking, oh, this is going to be a shocker, like bring right. him back. And everybody's like, who the fuck? Yeah, then no one like, would remember. Everyone had to Google. I've never seen before in my life. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I think Tyler would have been great. The one thing that I will give to Zach, the one thing that I will give to him is that I think he is the perfect amount of cheesy for this role. Right. He's going to be... Well, you know, it, it, he is the backdrop with which crazy can happen in front of. You know, like, he... I mean, he... Again, that that's more about the setup of the show than anything else, you know? Like, that's just saying The Bachelor's about the women that come on and fight for a guy. I just don't know. Is he fightable? Is he someone worth fighting for? Like, that's the other thing about Tyler. These women would go to war. Oh, <laughs> they would start World War Three legitimately for Tyler Gigi Cameron. Hadid's ex is The Bachelor. Like, he is not just, you know, I mean, we can dream. We can dream. So they bring out five women to do where we, the audience, get to give out the first impression, Rose. What did you think of this thing? I'm sorry, but that whole thing was so stupid because it was like three bleach blondes. Right. Um, <laughs> who all looked like clones of each other. Right. One like brunette with like blonde highlights who looks like another any other girl. And then right. a black girl. And the fact that the black girl was picked is, first of all, the biggest fucking lie. There's no way. <laughs> when they, I was like, I was like, they're going to read Brianna. They're going to read. I was like, I know it. And they did. I go, there's no way America was like, Brianna's the one. Uh, <laughs> I lost um, it. That is very funny. I didn't even think of it that way. And I probably should have. I, I, <laughs> there's no way like, that was so planned. It is just funny to like 
see a bachelor producer in the background just like pat himself on the back like that's right we are inclusive. the bachelor is inclusive we are diversity <laughs> yeah that is very funny i mean brianna obviously like is gorgeous not, this yeah. is nothing against that but it is the it is the demo of the fan base of bachelor i mean there's no way that happened there's no way they oh, took funny. those tallies from your text messages. Right. In five minutes, like they did a hashtag. We didn't even call in. Like, I don't even it know. Was just, it was just the East Coast. Right. I mean, <laughs> if, you're not, if you're not on the East Coast, nobody else got to vote. Hilarious. So that's how we ended the episode. We get Zach um, as our next Bachelor in, in January. They, you know, they preview Bachelor in Paradise, which we'll get to next week. Let's do the categories. You ready? Yeah. it's time for this week's would you rathers brought to you by the kardashians go inside the lives of tv's most famous family as the romance business and glamour continues to rise despite the challenges and obstacles of life in the spotlight there's one thing that chris courtney kim chloe kendall and kylie know for sure they will always be family so let's break down the bachelor nation family with some would you rathers okay Kay, what's your would you rather I, first of all, I just want to say there's nothing I love more than listening to you list off all of the Kardashians with with I gotta, ease. I got to with ease. I but I do have to hand it to Chris going with all K names. It does make it easier. It's not like there was like an Elise. Like it would hard. It would be hard to go from like Chris, Courtney, Elise, Kim. No, I can yeah. really <laughs> go through it. All right. So my would you rather is this is sort of based off of Tino's entrance. Mm. Would you rather be booed walking onto the stage or have complete silence? Like the audience is fully silent. This isn't even a thought for me. Booed. I would have played it up. Same. I would have been, I would have came out, given the middle finger, Jerry Springer style. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck her. Fuck Tony. I would have been, I would have been wearing a t-shirt that said, yeah, I kissed her and she's less of a pain in the ass than you. Like he should have. <laughs> He at least she would have showed up for the group date. That's what the shirt would have said. I, I, you gotta go. If if we've learned anything from former President Trump, just, just play to your base. Out. Play to your base. Like there's no like there is no don't admit any fault ever. Like no, it, it, we have learned. Like I'm not that strong. Of personality, like I am a wuss. I I don't like confrontation. I talk a bigger game than I got. But if you've learned anything from this last ten years of whatever, you go hard into. You got to go swim into it. You got to commit. And Tino, he he tried the crying thing. You're winning nobody. He should have gone full rattlesnake. Full Stone Cold Steve Austin, full likable heel. Yeah, he fucked up. Yeah, I totally agree. I would have done the same thing. The Jerry Springer reference was right. a 10 out of 10. That is- <laughs> we, okay, so would you re- yeah, I want to be the cash me outside girl. There's a reason the cash me outside girl is a multimillionaire and you are not, right? I mean... Only fans. <laughs> She's making so much money. It's crazy. So yeah. okay, my my would you rather is in the same line in the same light. Would you rather be Avon or Tina right now? Currently. 
I mean, I I'd rather be Avon. Yeah. Yeah, I'd rather I would rather be Avon. I mean, everybody lo- like everybody loves me right now. Like I'm walking out on a stage like Prince right. Charming. Um, yes, I'm getting wrapped up back into it because now it's people are going to be like, "Well, what's going on with Rachel and Avon?" Right. So Avon is the position you want to be in on The Bachelor is guy who was willing to commit but got cut loose. It yeah. it, it is it's it's like being you know they it's it's like being a, a a widower bachelor widower is the best case scenario so like you know like a guy whose wife passed away oh he was willing to commit never cheated you know tragedy struck him uh-huh. that's that's what a to me a bachelor widower is Tyler Cameron you wanted to be engaged. But tragedy struck and he got turned down. Avon is in the front seat to fucking for the next 10 years. Uh, nobody is better off than Avon. No, Avon's it. And I mean, I, I'm going to be honest. I said it from the beginning. Mm. Avon's my Avon's been my dude. He's been from your the guy. Beginning. What is Avon's height situation? Did we ever figure I don't that know. out? He, I, don't I think know. he's he presents. I'd like to know how tall he is. I. Because he did stand up to Tino okay, and Tino seems tall. Well, I mean, he's in L.A. I should find out. You should. I think you should look into <laughs> I think. I think his DMs are open for. Yeah, because he goes on one date with Rachel and it ends. Everyone blames Rachel. Everyone goes, you know, no one's team Rachel a thousand percent. Like, no. Be- okay, well, that's it for this week's Would You Rathers. Brought to you by the Kardashians. I, I mean, I love the Kardashians. I love that show. It is truly a family that sticks up for each other. And... It, it's just fun to watch. Just a great show that, I mean, there's a reason it's been on as long as it has. I mean, I love it. I am a diehard Kardashian fan. I love, I want to know all their lives all the time. <laughs> and now that it's on Hulu, it like looks great. It's fun. So don't miss mm-hmm. season two of the Kardashians, which premieres September 22nd, streaming only on Hulu. Okay. Fantasy suite, hometown or send home. This is our newest game. You can send this person straight to the fantasy suite, straight to hometowns, or you send them home right away. Zach, Avon, Tino. I would send Zach home right off, like from the jump. Mm, yeah, <laughs> Zach I think going home. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I think I would. I think I would take Tino to the hometowns. I think he would wow. because I think Tino. Would do. Oh, I guess he didn't really impress that much. I'm trying. I was trying to think back on his hometown, and he really he kind of sucked. He didn't give any answers. No. So no. I guess I would just like um, take Tina to the fantasy suites, and then for some like toxic loving, and then mm-hmm. Avon home. Here's. I agree with your order. I on the you know Zach's going home to home home. Um, Avon was so great with the family. He's going to hometowns. I think Tino's a party. I don't think he's I, I you know, I could see Tino being a good wingman at a table bottle service situation. So I think he's the fantasy suite guy. I'm with you. Yeah. Okay. So who's your I mean, obviously your top men. I, I said Eric for Gabby. I really do think that they are they I seem think they're right. a good match. They yeah. seem good. And for I, I think Avon, obviously, if I have to pick, uh, is right. not Tino. Um, but I honestly, actually, if I had to rewind and 
really think about it. If they didn't have this awkward encounter, I would say Zach was Rachel's perfect match. Well, I guess, you know, you know what's interesting, and this is the reason I guess I don't trust Rachel, is she serves this Cinderella thing that she's looking for, and Zach offers her the Cinderella, the family in the backyard, watching the movie. Yeah. He's saying all the right things. And then when it came to like, okay, let's get into the fantasy suite, she's all of a sudden not Cinderella anymore. She's like, no, where, when do you spit in my eye? You know, like it, it, <laughs> it is, it, it, right? Doesn't it kind of yeah. not match? Yeah, something's off. Something's off for her to not be with the Ken doll but looking for the Barbie and Ken situation, right? And again, people DM us all the time. People get mad at my theories. I've gotten, you know, but I'm, I'm just giving theories here. It just, it, it, it strikes me as strange, doesn't it to you? It's really strange. No, I, I agree. There's something, there's something that's, that went awry with Something's Zachary. off about, and, and also just something's off about Rachel. Like to me, you know, it's it's so funny because I, I didn't think about it until you just said it. You're like, man, Zach and Rachel make sense. They're cheesy. It makes sense. Well, it makes sense based on what Rachel has presented to the camera. Mm. And then when she was put to the choice, she goes, well, get rid of the, 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 the nerd, loser, boring guy. Right? And it's like, wait a minute. Yeah. You're, you're into nerd, loser, boring. I need to be engaged. What's up? So I... Mine was Eric and whatever Bachelor producer Rachel communicates with. Like Rachel, <laughs> I think Rachel is just texting with whatever producer gets her to the next show every week. Yeah, man. She really got the shit under the stick with this season. Honestly. Yeah. Gabby's on Dancing with the Stars. She's engaged. Well, who would have, I mean, I'm happy. Gabby on Dancing with the Stars makes some sense. You know, like Perfect. her on Dancing with the Stars, I'd be like, what? Weird. No. What's she going to wear? What's she going to wear? What do you think? IG rising star. I mean, Avid, I can, right. I can only imagine what his, what his following and DMs are like right now. You know, seeing yeah. him walk out as Prince Charming, 10 out of 10. I had Patrick Warburton parody accounts. So I think there's going to be a lot of David Putty parody accounts that now have to keep up with The Bachelor yep. and will be now become, you know, David Putty watching The Bachelor. So I mean, get a lot there's of, no way lot of he's not going to make multiple appearances on Absolutely. next season. And, and whoever has a David Putty in, uh, Twitter or Instagram account where they just do funny David Putty stuff, they have come into the limelight in an unexpected fashion and they will add followers. Absolutely. Um, who do you think the villain of the week was? I had Rachel. Um, it could go either way on this. To me, Tino's a dummy doing what dummies do. And Rachel, to me, is three-dimensional chess. She was a little... I wish I just knew the whole story so that I could make a... Yeah. Uh, give an accurate. opinion. But I, I knowing that I don't know the whole story makes me not like Rachel more, if that makes sense. I hate that we are being withheld this information and we just watch it happen like them, like wink and nudge at each other. Like, don't. Right. Up. And I'm like, hello, I'm right, right here. Like, 
and 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 then it's like if you're allowed to bring up someone cheated like we don't deserve any of this information <laughs> you know like it's like the idea that we have to know anything we don't deserve anything so you can't no. tell us we deserve this and don't deserve that and then get i don't know yeah so but who did you have for your villain uh for my villain i had i mean i had tino i thought yeah which is i guess just it. a lot yeah i mean it was a, when it he was a lot when he turned into like a little pouting baby it was like dude this ain't gonna work this isn't working just lean into this he should have came in this dumpster right. fire that you have become and be it leather jacket backwards leather hat dangly earring go to that guy's house get his paperclip earring and <laughs> nate <laughs> nate's house yeah i forgot about the paperclip earring paradise picks who do you think will find love in paradise i think the the hotel that resort that they stay at got more branding for them you know going hearing them recite the names of the hotels and resorts that they stay at. You know, I'm sure that that's so much publicity. Oh yeah. Like the fact that I knew the La Quinta in, in sweet, like I knew exactly where I was when I was in Palm Springs. So there's a reason for everything. And this bachelor is a cash cow. That's why they didn't want to mess it up. They brought in, you know, they brought in faceless Zach to take the, take the wheel I had paradise pick. I think Rachel, I think she's going to go on. I don't, I don't think she's there to give advice. I hope like, she does. That would be a fun twist. Right. And, and listen, I think Rachel's hot as shit. I don't think they dressed her right. Oh, yeah. But I, I am. I think her on the beach, I'd be like, whew, she's going to come in and make. She would make noise is what I would assume. Ten. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Fringe Harrison Award. Jesse Palmer mm. saying when he announced Zach, he was like, I'm just glad we have a, a bachelor that doesn't look like me. <laughs> I said, finally, I get to shine. Yeah. What are you, Caitlin Bristow? <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, in what world do you think you guys do not look the exact same? Oh, you think they look alike? I don't even know. I. <laughs> if you put those two men next to each other, I wouldn't be able to tell you the difference of them, like the, them apart. No, <laughs> no, that is absolutely. Uh, they look the same. Just too tall. I have a picture of it. I'm bringing it up because I'm like, bring it up. Thick. Uh, here we go. I guess they do have similar colored hair. <laughs> yeah, they. You can't I mean, tell me that's not the same dude. I like, mean, yeah, I took they, a picture similar of them build from, from the back. Who's who? From the back, it's it, from the back. It's the same person. Yeah, that is. I mean, I wouldn't know. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't. No. It, it, All right. It would make sense if it was Avon. You know, you'd be like, oh right. yeah, you and don't then you look could be like, like, yeah. Finally, it's like no, babe. Like you're both like white this, men with like no facial hair. It is funny that it's like we're gonna need a little bit more different than you, Jesse, to make this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had Zach. Just anytime he talks, it is just so cringy. It is rehearsed. It is not funny. It is not vulnerable, even though he's feigning vulnerability. It is it is just so vanilla Melba toast. Uh, we accept. OK, so who who wins the week? 
I, um, I as as always, I'll, I'll do mine first. As always, the the audience, the dome of the undateables. You get my rose every year. They did not disappoint. Their facial reactions didn't even match what was going on. There was a scene. <laughs> where, the, there, there's a scene where literally Rachel's being proposed to by Tino and they start cheering even as her parents are sitting there angry. It's like you're sitting there with her parents like something is off. So Something's, something is not right now. The audience, you're right. I mean, they're great and they give us the entertainment that we need and the reactions and the validation of how we're feeling at home. It's so great. Um, Who did you give the rose to? I said, Grandpa John. I mean, he, the fact that Jesse also said, like, would you consider? He goes, no. <laughs> right he away. Said, no. I mean, no questions, no, like, no fault, no. <laughs> he also looked like he had a bit of a glow up. He had. Oh, yeah. He was in a suit. In a suit. He had a haircut. He was a little bit tanned. Um, it did look like someone put him together a little bit. I guess, you know, it was it, I was like, good for Grandpa John. Oh, yeah. He looked good. He looked good. All right. We start Paradise next week. We start Paradise next week. What are your thoughts? Any just overall, you're ready? I mean, I'm ready for Paradise. I love Paradise. This is my favorite time of year is when we bring all of these rejects to uh, the beach <laughs> to try to date each other. There's really nothing better than all the people who were um, rejected on these main shows to like, you know, we'll give you a second chance to redeem your reputation or really fuck it up. Let's see what happens. So I'm well, excited. I'm excited as well. It was a great season. Always a pleasure with UK. Thank you for. I know. For gabbing about it with with me. And that's it. We'll be back next week with Bachelor in Paradise. All right, we'll be back next week. And then also make sure you are following us on Instagram at The Bachelor and on Twitter at Bachelor Pod. There's live tweets, memes, reels all week that you guys can follow along with. You can also follow me at K York City. And I'm at Jared Freed. We will see you for Bachelor in Paradise. Bachelor Podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Amy Clackner. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. And be sure to follow at The Bachelor on Instagram and Bachelor Pod on Twitter. And send us your emails to Bachelor at Betches.com. Betches.